Hello, family. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Mink and Modest podcast. My name is Sis Jazz, and I will be talking about the role of the wife today. And before I jump into the topic, I just want to open up with a prayer. So, ladies, if you could please cover your heads for me so that we can get this thing started. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thou is the power, the glory, and the kingdom forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord Jesus, we just come to you as humble servants, Lord, asking you to give us all the fruits of the Spirit, asking that this be your will, Father, and not by mine. I ask that whatever is meant to touch anyone, Lord Jesus, that it gets to them, and it be your will. I ask that you continue to stay with us stay with us through this whole podcast, Lord, and continue to let your grace and mercy flow upon us. I ask that you keep us on the path of righteousness through this whole podcast, Lord Jesus. In your mighty Son, Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Alrighty, ladies. So, something that has been on my heart because, baby, I want to make mistakes. I want to not be the best Proverbs 31 woman, Titus woman. So, I just wanted to go over some things with you guys today and just, just open up some, you know, open up to some things that maybe you are doing, maybe you're not doing, because I myself was very convicted and when I was going over this lesson when I was going over these scripts and no one ever said marriage was easy no one I mean you said on tv oh they're in the you know on these little shows they got the white picket fence the kids are happy the husband and wife are happy yeah no it may happen like that some days out of the week but some other days out of the week it's not going that smoothly so I basically want to touch the topic of just the role of the wife and what our role is and what we're supposed to do. And also, how we treat our husbands is a reflection of how we treat the Lord. So, if you treat your husband bad, you're looking at him like the Lord. Would you treat the Lord like that? Mm-mm, I don't think so. I know I sure wouldn't. So, the first scripture I want to go to is Genesis 2. And 24. And it says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. So, sisters, I know. Oof. Let me tell you something. When I first got into my marriage, I'm not going to lie to y'all. My husband, he would do stuff, and I'd call my mama, and it's like, you know, I'm not getting the best advice, but now I'm mad because I'm like, she's like, oh, you don't deserve that. You know, because I don't put her into our mix. We are one. If I do have a problem, you know, I have to be able to talk to my husband about it. And if he's not feeling it right now to talk right at that moment, I have to pause, take time, and then, you know, come back to it if it's that important. Sometimes you got to pick and choose your battles, ladies. And if... It's something that you don't even got to talk about or bring back up. 
you can let it go. But if it's something that's important that you feel on your heart is important to tell your husband or a way that, you know, you feel or you're being treated, that's not right. It's, you know, yes, of course, bring it back up, but bring it back up after he's calmed down. If he's upset, bring it back up after you've calmed down. If you've been upset as well. So you guys are one. So whatever you do, it's a reflection of him and whatever he does it's a reflection of you guys household so you have to be able to be one and be together and have discernment right because i i've learned i do not need to tell everybody what's going on inside of my house i've learned that i do not need to tell everybody what's going on inside of my marriage so that was just something that was put on me like these covenants are for real. These marriages are for real. You pick this person. This person is who you done lay with, who you have kids with, who you married, who you made a vow to in front of God. So you have to, you have to, you have to take this seriously because this is a covenant. What did it say? Join in a marriage. When we are joined in a marriage, it is a covenant a covenant before God. So we're making a covenant before God. So if you're not ready to make that covenant, don't marry that person. Don't marry that person. Cause I understand people have, people have children. Then they get married because they think that's the best thing to do. You make mistakes. We're human. We make, we make mistakes. So, but if you're not ready to be one, you don't need to marry that person. Okay. Y'all done had a baby. Y'all can repent from that and move on. If that's not what you meant to do, that God will forgive you. You just cannot continue to make those same mistakes right? So if you ain't ready for that commitment and to make that covenant with God, cause he, 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 oof, he takes those vows seriously. He takes them seriously. Cause I know when I do my husband wrong, God chastised me and he don't be playing with me and it hurt. It hurts, <laughs> you know, but it, he get me back where I'm supposed to be. He gave me back in my peace, my patience with my husband, my love with my husband, because he knows that I'm not right. And I have to admit that I'm not right and get back on one accord with my husband and be one with him. So the next scripture I wanted to go into is 1 Corinthians 13, and that's verse 4 and 5. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not, cherith vanity not itself. It is not puffed up. Doeth not behave itself unseemly, unseemly, seeketh not her own. It is not easily provoked, seeketh no evil. I was told one time when you read that, put your husband name in there or put your name in there. And if it's not adding up, some may write. So I thought to myself, Jasmine suffereth long and is kind. Am I kind? Am I long suffering? Jasmine envieth not. Am I envying? Am I being a little hot, a little cold? Jasmine vaneth not herself. Mm. Jasmine is not puffed up. Mm. Jasmine doeth not behave herself unseemingly. Jasmine speaketh not her own. Jasmine is not easily provoked or thinketh no evil. 
So I I read this and I see so many things because I will get puffed up in a minute. I don't feel like I've I've long suffered at all with my husband because as soon as I see something, I'm like, no, 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 I don't like it. Rather than me just being quiet, being a woman, being a wife, being a servant of God and biting my tongue and being quiet, I'm over here arguing with this man because I don't like something. It's not going against God. He's not doing nothing wrong against God at all. It's what he wants for the household, for what he likes. But I don't like it. It's not my place. My husband said one thing. That's what it is. That's what it's going to be. And that's how we're supposed to be. But again, we're Hebrew. We're coming up out of these curses. We're coming from a line of, I don't need a man. I can do this by myself. No, it's my way or the highway. No, baby. You got a husband. And you treat him like God. Is you going to talk to God like that? If God came up in your face right now and told you something that you didn't like, you going to back talk him? No, you're not. Because you're going to be in that lake. So don't do that to your husband. Because you may be in that lake. You feel what I'm saying? Come on now. And you have to know, are you equaling up to them scripts? Because that, that, that long suffering ain't no joke. You got to long suffer even if you don't like this man. You love this man. You may not like his actions right now. You may not like what's going on. But long as he ain't going against God, baby, you got to bite that bullet. Bite your tongue and keep it pushing. Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit playing, sis. Don't do that. And the next one I wanted to add was 1 Corinthians 13 and 7. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endure all things. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm not telling you if this man is stabbing you up, if this woman is stabbing you up, you stay with them. No, that's not what I'm saying. If it's not killing you, they're not going against God, your kids are safe, you safe, endure it. Be quiet. It's super hard. I ain't gonna lie. My mouth is fly at times. I need to shut up. So if my husband tell me to shut up, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna tell him later after he don't calm down. I don't like when you tell me to shut up. But I'll, maybe he doing it for your good. Maybe he's stopping you from sinning. Just shut up. Be quiet. If he say something even worse than shut up, just shut your mouth and then talk to him later about it. It's all about respect, but again, that's your husband. And it may be stuff that we do not want to hear. It may hurt our feelings. It may break us down, but you endure it. And if it's that important, bring it up to him later after he's calmed down. Bring it up later after you have calmed down. Bring it up later when there's peace and your voice is calm. Because ain't no man, especially no Hebrew man, going to take no, no woman talking crazy to them. They voice getting loud. Once your voice get up, a certain tech, uh, men shut down. And then they lose respect for you because they feel like you have no respect for them. Yeah, I just, whew, this was stuff I learned. Like, I didn't know this. So when I was younger, disrespecting my Hebrew brothers, I didn't know that they belittled them. I didn't know that they hurt their feelings. Because again, we're in a society that's taught men are not supposed to cry, men are not supposed to break down, men are supposed to be hard 24-7, no baby, you can break down with me cry if you need to, I'm a shoulder right here and ain't gonna never tell nobody, ever, you break down as many times as you want baby, I treat you like a baby when you're sick, you was my boo, you can cry all day if you want to, so that's, your man should be able to cry in front of you, to break down in front of you, 
and you and you know you gotta bear it hope that all things are possible because praying to god you have to have faith and if your husband or wife is not where you want them to be pray for your husband pray for your wife if you're a man pray for your wife because i don't want nobody think nothing different now because the people in this world be tripping if you got a wife and you a man and she not where she need to be but you marry her pray for her if you got a husband and he not where you want him to be pray for him talk to god don't talk to nobody else about your relationship you have faith that the lord will change it and if it's in his will it will be done it will be changed period point blank next scripture i got here we're gonna go to proverbs 35 i ain't gonna keep y'all too long tonight people got lives this sunday People got to work in the morning. I completely understand. Sorry, y'all. My church squeaking. I'm going to have to skip it. Put some WD-40 on that body. <laughs> All right. So we're going to turn to Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In your marriage, when things are too heavy to bear, you call on the Lord. Once again, as long as this person, your spouse, is not going against God, and you can deal with it, and it's not killing you, it's not hurting the kids, you take it to the Lord. If that person ain't listening, your spouse ain't listening, it's not what you want to hear, you take that burden up to the Lord, you let it go. You speak your peace to your spouse. If it's something that you can talk to them about, speak your peace about it. But if they ain't trying to hear it, you know, let that go. Because it's out of your control. You have to trust in the Lord. And let him guide you through that. You have to have complete faith in the Lord. He can either make things to where they turn in your favor or not. That's it. He can say yes or no. God can say yes or no. And at the end of the day, it's all according to the Lord's will. It's all according to his will. So if he wants your husband to change... Or he wants your spouse to change. That's up to the Lord to change their heart to make them feel a certain way. That is 100% up to the Lord. He is the only one that can change anyone or do anything. You are made of dirt. You can do nothing. All you can do is talk to the Lord. And he can yay or nay in your favor. That's it. You have to be able to go to that book. Your husband, say your husband wants steak and you want chicken. He said, no, don't make no chicken. I want you to make steak. You make steak. Go in that Bible. Is there anything to say that you can't, you're not supposed to do that for your husband? Go in that Bible. Your husband or wife, they not telling the truth. They blaspheming. You go in that book, you look in the Bible, again, blaspheme. Or they commit adultery. I can remove myself from this. You cheated on me. You blaspheming against God. I can remove myself from you. I can leave you, right? So you have to lean on that Bible, the Lord Jesus. You have to lean to him, stay with him, and lean not onto your own understanding, boo, because your own understanding will get you where? In that lake, that lake of fire, and if I don't want to in the lake of fire because I don't want things fighting and killing and killing on me, <laughs> I don't really look good sweating and hot and burning. I look better in the kingdom, <laughs> the cool air. Okay. All right. 
All right. I got my last scripture here, people. It's Roman 14 and 9. Let us therefore follow out the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. As women in our household, we are to create peace. We are to create peace by any means in our household. As long as it's not going against God, I have to, you know, you always got to apply that because sometimes people don't pick with me. As long as it don't go against God, you have to provide peace in your house. You have to by any means. You, especially if you have an Israel husband, you have a melanin skin husband. They already go outside and got three strikes in them. Three strikes on them, I said in them. Three strikes on them, baby. They black, first and foremost. They a man, second of all. They black. They got three strikes, baby. It ain't they they got three strikes already. So when they come they go into this world, because my husband works out in the world with these spirits. He dealing with spirits. So now he ups, you know, that that's they, they trying him. He dealing with his family or stuff that's going on in his life because um, outside family. Then for him to come home and have to deal with my spirit, that's not a proverb for me. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. I don't deal with as much as he deal with. I have my three, my three little people. They are a lot. But again, I am with my children. I'm at peace. Yes, Satan can come to your household and bother you at any time. But sometimes I get a text and I'm like, did you have to tell me that? Did you have to say that? Now my head is racing. Now I'm mad. I got to learn to pause, pause, pause. Because there ain't nothing compared to what my husband dealing with out there in that world. I'm a woman. Some stuff I can get by. I'm still Hebrew. I can still get hurt. But some stuff I can slide by with the Lord, Lord's will. My husband, he don't get no pass. He a man. He black. He a black man in the world. He a black man in the world. He a Israelite black man in this world. Come on now. I can't know. So when your husband comes home, he should not have to come home and battle you when he battled everybody out there in the streets. He battled you and now he got to go out and battle people in them streets. He battled out there in them streets, then got to come home and battle you. He wake up in the morning and got to battle you. Then he got to go back out in the streets and battle those spirits. We can't do that, sis. No, that's unacceptable. 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 And this is a conviction to myself as well because, baby, I never want my husband not to be able to talk to me. I never want my husband not to be able to be openly intimate with me about whatever's going on I never want my husband to feel like he can't trust me or I'm not there for him I know sisters as black women we go through so much and sometimes we feel like ain't a soul there for us but you know what you know who there for me Jesus you know what I'm looking forward to the kingdom I can't ever say nobody there for me. Jesus is always there for me. So what I'm going to do is be there for my husband and others. 
Lord's will. Take care of my household, make sure my household straight, and I'm going to always be a servant. That's what I'm going to do. I know as black women, we have this excuse. I was alone. I was by myself. I don't need a man. I don't need this. I don't need that. You need Jesus. And if you have a husband, you're one. So you need your other half. Don't let this world have you messing up with a God-fearing servant. Because I'm messed up. And it's not good because now you got to do damage control. Just shut up, sis. All I can tell you is shut up. That's all you can do. Shut up. Just be quiet. 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 That's all you can do. All right, my beautiful sisters. <laughs> No, I'm not saying it like that shit, but I'm just saying if your husband, because I've had a sister to tell me, I'm like, he told me to shut up. Well, shut up. Okay. He told me to shut the F up. Well, shut the F up, sis. Like, I don't know. You know, and then when he calms down and you calm down, go talk to him about it. I'm not trying to be that person. I'm not that person at all. Don't ever take it like I'm just telling somebody to talk bad to somebody. But. Sometimes you have to bite your tongue till it bleeds if you have to. Be quiet. I know when I bite my tongue, I'm quiet because it hurt. So if you have to do that, do it. But do not allow anybody, including yourself, to get in the way of that kingdom and being with the Lord. And sisters... I want to thank you. Thank you so much for joining into my podcast, the Minky Modest Podcast tonight. And I want you guys to go to your husbands. Just love them. Just rub all up on them. Get intimate with them. Baby, what do we need to talk about tonight? What do we need to go over, baby? What do you need? What makes me a better wife for you? Simple. And sisters, as we wind down into this beautiful Sunday the Lord has given us, I just want to close out with a prayer. Lord Jesus, I just humbly and respectfully ask that you continue to lead us in the path of righteousness. Allow us to be the daughters of Zion that you called us to be, Lord. Allow us to be those Proverbs, Titus women that you talk about. Allow us to be those Ruths, those Hannahs, Lord Jesus, those Marys, Lord. Allow us to be those Abigails. If we're in that type of situation, Lord Jesus, I ask that you make peace amongst our households, Lord. I ask that you watch over our children and our husbands and ourselves, Lord, because Satan is warring for our families. He is warring for our children. He is warring for us, God. The time is now. The time is near, and we cannot fight with each other. We are one. In this marriage, we are one. 
Lord, I ask that you just touch us and give us the strength, the patience, all the fruit of the spirit to deal with our spouses, to deal with our kids, to deal with our families, our friends, Lord, and just continue to let us be great servants of God, Jesus. I ask that once we go into this work week, Lord, once we go into this week, Lord, I ask that you continue to guide and lead us on the path of righteousness. I know those spirits are going to come because Satan, God, he's saying that, that we're going to mess up. He's picking with us. He wants you to allow him to test us so he can see us break. But Lord, we will not break because we have you, Lord Jesus. We have you fighting our battles. So anything that is out of our control, that is out of our reach, Lord Jesus, I give it to you. We give it to you, Lord. And I just ask that you continuously keep us on this path of righteousness, Lord, for your name's sake. Because, Lord Jesus, it's not easy. This flesh is weak. We get weak, Lord, and we break down. But, Lord, let us call on you before we call on anybody. Let us read a scripture. Let us get in that book, Lord, before we call anybody. Because Satan is warm for us. He is warm for our soul and our damnation. And he wants us to be in that pit with him. But Lord, we're not going to do it. So I ask, Lord, that you just continue to keep us on the path of righteousness. For your, for your name's sake, Lord Jesus. These things I ask, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love all of you so much. And again, this was from the heart, sisters. I'm I've been going through it. All I, I you know, we're married, but we, you know, we go through things. So I'm always here for you guys. Questions, concerns, anything. You want to go over books, you want to go over scripts. Y'all hit me up. Let me know what's up. Let me know what's going on. I don't know what to talk about if you guys don't tell me. I know that this was a big topic because a lot of sisters have been telling me that marriage thing, it ain't no joke. It's not. It's not a joke at all. And I'm here for you, sis, and I love you. And I'd rather you reach out to me. I'd rather you come to me than being in LA. I'd rather us get booked. They be in that lake together. You feel what I'm saying? And I love you guys. And you guys have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your afternoon. Peace.